Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. Reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, as translated in the message. Once, when he was standing on the shore of Lake Gennesaret, the crowd was pushing in on him to better hear the word of God. He noticed two boats tied up. The fishermen had just left them and were scrubbing their nets. He climbed into the boat that was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Sitting there, using the boat for a pulpit, he taught the crowd. When he finished teaching, he said to Simon, Push out into deep water and let your nets out for a catch. Simon said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. 
but if you say so, I'll let out the nets. It was no sooner said than done, a huge haul of fish, straining the nets past capacity. They waved to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They filled both boats, nearly swamping them with the catch. Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell to his knees before Jesus. Master, leave. I am a sinner and can't handle this holiness. Leave me to myself. When they pulled in that catch of fish, awe overwhelmed Simon and everyone with him. It was the same with James and John, Zebedee's sons, co-workers with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, there is nothing to fear. From now on, you'll be fishing for men and women. They pulled their boats up on the beach, left them, nets and all, and followed him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
My name is Orion Lacey, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Today is our tribute to Native Americans and to all our indigenous families around the country, around the world. I'm very lucky to be able to share this day with you. I come from Cherokee bloodline. I come from the Bird Clan. I'm proud to be a part of this nation. I'm proud to be Native. I'm definitely not the type of person that you would assume had a Native bloodline. I am of mixed heritage. I am proud to be mixed. But the family that raised me was my tribal family. They are the people who brought me into their family, brought me into their culture, trusted me with their legends, trusted me with their medicine. My tribal ancestors live strong in me. This is what it is to be Native. Every Native has their own version, their own story, their own background, their own history. Unfortunately, in our country, the way my people have been treated is very saddening. We have a history of loss and hurt and anger. But today, I want to share with you a tradition. One that for my family means hope and celebration. The storytellers of my tribe are very well known. Our medicine women and men keep us strong, keep us proud. Our leaders in the seventh generation continue on all their strength and all their power. They fight for a beautiful future. But our storytellers continue on our traditions. For many tribes, it's a very saddening thought that many of their traditions have died off. It's a saddening thought that many of their people have died off. Our cultures have traditionally been protected very tightly, for many of them can sometimes feel fragile. Within my family, the storytellers are the ones who keep us alive, who keep us going. Within our Bible lessons, we see time after time that Jesus goes to his disciples. He's there with them. He's there to teach them, to spread his word of God, to spread his knowledge, to spread his tales, to spread a message, a message of hope and a message of love. While sitting around with his disciples, 
They may find him strange. They may find him odd. They may find his teachings to be so bold and so new. But these stories, these lessons live on in us. As a native, growing up in the state of California, far away from my own tribe, far away from our reservations, I felt very disconnected. My tribal lessons came from my grandmother and my grandfather, and, and that was it. They were my teachers. They were my storytellers. They were strong, beautiful people that raised me to be leading my life with kindness. I love them very much. Their heartbeat will always twin with mine. My heart beats with the lessons and the stories that they left behind for me. Just as my heart beats with God, my heart beats with them. Their lessons of love and kindness and light are all that goes through my head during my darkest of times. I hold them close. Their stories, their lessons, those are my medicine. That's what sits in my heart. When that doubt starts to creep in, that doubt starts to fester. As Simon listened to his master, listened to his teacher, and went through all of these messages of hope and of faith, his teacher sends him out. He says, go to your boats. And Simon doesn't believe him. We've caught nothing all day. There's so much doubt in him. Well, the facts are right there in front of his face. They've caught nothing. There is no hope here. They should leave, find a different place. As a fisherman, catching nothing, being able to take nothing home to your family, to your friends, for your own dinner, that's scary. My first instinct would probably be the same as Peter's. It's up and leave. Find somewhere else, pull up the nets, let's go. Because clearly, nothing has been brought forth here. When Jesus tells them to go back out into the waters, cast their nets one more time. Simon listens. But I'm quite certain he might have done so with an eye roll. Simon listens. He listens to his master, to his teacher, to his storyteller. And when fish are brought in multitude and in full abundance, he feels that shame. The shame that came with his doubt. Master, leave. I am a sinner. I can't handle this holiness. Leave me to myself, he says. And they pull up the fish. He is completely overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. 
with what has been brought to him. He felt that doubt. He felt that little darkness creep in and it began to consume him. And yet still, the Lord's work is done. Happiness flows, creation flows. People are joyous. People are fed. With food comes happiness. With food comes life. Jesus says to Simon, there is nothing to fear. From now on, you'll be fishing for men and women. And they pulled up their boats and they left. Nets and all. And they followed him. That one moment where God was with them and showed them their power. Showed what good can be brought with such life. It brought Simon to a point of, I know where I need to be. I know who I need to follow. Stories like these can bring about such great shifting change. The storytellers in our lives can bring with them such hope, such happiness for a brighter future, a fuller future happier one. In my tribe and in my family, our storytellers live on in us. And I can repeat that to the end of my days. But to fully understand it is to know that our ancestors' hopes and dreams are us. We live on, we live for them, through them, we live with them. No matter who our family is, no matter where our family is, we are connected through our stories. The sad ones and the happy ones. We celebrate together. We cry together. Hundreds of years ago, my family was here, feeling fear, feeling sadness. But there was hope. There was hope of future generations to rise up, to fight, to be strong, to bring love and kindness and spread it like wild oats in a field. To let each ripple of water wash over each generation, that kindness and that love spreads on and on. The hardships that each generation faces brings us more strength to our next generation. It breeds like wildfire and spreads so beautifully. The pain that our ancestors have felt 
is the pain that we still feel today. It's pain that we still face today. Those doubts, those fears, they're never ending. They live on just as much as the excitement, just as much as the happiness and the smiles. The fear still lives on. But now, a new generation is here to take the stand, to continue the fight, to continue to live and breathe and laugh and dance, and to continue the story. Simon didn't let that fear completely change his mind. Simon never let his doubts take over the rest of his brain. So my challenge for you this week, my friends, be a little like Simon. Find those doubts, name those fears. If our ancestors have challenged them once before, we're ready to challenge them again. Our strength is theirs. They will always live on in us. Continue your story so that theirs can have a beautiful ending. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. Behold what manner of love